Coming up just around the corner, we are diving into a report from an NBA insider as he kind of gave his full thoughts around the latest Zach Levine trade rumors. And then also, that guy right there, man, Io DeSumo, he's been on a heater this month. So we're going to show him some love, dive into some stats around Io. Let's dive into today's show. So I got a little challenge for all the real ones here on the Bulls Report. If you guys love what we do and want us to reach 6K subscribers by the NBA trade deadline, hit that subscribe button right down below. We need 464 of you guys. Trade deadline is next Thursday. I think we can do it. So if you guys are new here and want to stay up to date on the latest around the Bulls, hit that sub button right now. Well, let's dive into the report from Sam Bassini, who wrote up a pretty cool article for The Athletic, just kind of diving into the latest around the Bulls and the latest around the Zach Levine trade rumors, and I kind of want to show you guys his thoughts. So, he said this, regardless of what you may hear, Levine is a good player who has averaged 25.5 points per game on strong shooting splits over the last four years. He's not the best decision maker or defender, but even with those flaws, he was worthy nearly 11 wins last season by Taylor Snar's estimated plus-minus win model, third among NBA shooting guards. Carried on to say this, he wasn't playing at that level this season before his foot injury, but the Bulls situation hasn't exactly been ideal either. He's not a number one option on a playoff team despite being played like one, but as the salary cap rises over the next three years, his deal should be more um, commensurate with a solid number two option. Then he also said this, Sam Bassini said his trade value right now as it stands, he thinks it's going to be a first round pick plus a prospect. And, you know, I thought what he said was, you know, pretty damn interesting around just, you know, Zach Levine, because, you know, I, I, I do really believe that his, he's almost became, I don't want to call him underrated this year, but I feel like most NBA fans view him as almost a total net negative, you know, due to his contract, you know, kind of what Vecini said, you know, due to also his playmaking, you know, lack of defense. But, you know, with the salary cap going up, I think Levine will have maybe more suitors than we do think because, you know, we've heard the reports left and right where it's like, oh, the Bulls could get two first rounders for Levine. And it's like Levine may have no trade value at all, and there are no, there's no market for him. So I do think we're kind of find ourselves kind of in the middle, and when it's all said and done with these, you know, Levine trade rumors. But then he also said some best fits for Zach Levine, where he thinks he is going to go. We've heard the Los Angeles Lakers. You know, I don't know if the Lakers like really view Levine as kind of that guy that get them over the hump, but you know, maybe they do. The Detroit Pistons. We'll dive into the Pistons a little bit more here in a second. Why I do think Jaden Ivey could be connected to the Bulls in a trade. But that one, that's an interesting one. The Orlando Magic. Maybe the Magic, you know, give you Anthony Black and maybe a protected, heavily protected first-round pick, and that gets it done. Then also the Brooklyn Nets. We know the Brooklyn Nets, they want kind of that, you know, elite star guard, which they don't have right now. So maybe they could get involved. But these were the four teams he listed to kind of keep your eyes on for a Zach Levine trade. And they carried on to they say this, which I thought was pretty interesting. He said, when Levine emerged as a trade target earlier in this season, my theory was that the Bulls wouldn't give him away for cheap. It's worth noting that circumstances have changed since then as the Bulls played well in his absence by giving the ball more to Kobe White. And Kobe White's been playing great. He also said this, I don't know that a high-value deal is out there for him. My bet is that he either yields some sort of positive value back for the Bulls by February or or ends up remaining with the franchise for now as it waits until the summer to see if a better deal comes along. And all I got to say to this, Bulls, don't wait till the summer. Get this done now. I thought Levine should have been dealt at last NBA trade deadline. Then I thought he should have been dealt this past summer. And now we're at this year's NBA trade deadline. And, you know, it, 
it, it just keeps creeping in the back of my mind that the Bulls may be looking at the Eastern Conference standings. They're like, oh, we're the nine seed right now. We don't need to move off any of our guys. We're going to try to make a run in this year's playoffs. I tell you what, Bulls, if, if anybody in the front office is watching this, your max potential as a basketball team this year is you somehow win a playing tournament game, you get in the first round, and you win one playoff game. That is the max. That is the best-case scenario for this group. So I just think he needs to be moved at the deadline. You know, admit you were wrong and move on. But a team that I really do think is going to get uh, in the kind of sweepstakes here is the Detroit Pistons. You know, we heard the report last week that the Bulls are talking, but there is a lot of smoke around the Pistons because, you know, maybe the Pistons just, you know, they're looking at the record. They're 6-40 or something right now. And maybe they just want to add some more talent to this roster, which they definitely need. But this was James Edwards. He broke the news. He also works for the Athletic as well. Um, just talking about the Bulls and Pistons talking. He says the Bulls and Pistons have had conversations involving Zach Levine. Chicago appears to be locked in on a package involving Bo Bojan Bogdanovich and one of Detroit's blue chippers for Levine and his hefty contract. Once again, the Pistons have shown no interest in partying with any of Cunningham, Ivy, Duran, or Thompson. It is possible Detroit considers adding Levine when if the Bulls' asking price goes down. However, those are discussions that have been happening and will continue to happen internally. So I tried to cook up some trade ideas, and this is the one I think is the most realistic. And in, in this package, the Bulls are also not receiving any picks, but you are receiving some dogs. I mean, you're getting Bogdanovich. You know, he's an elite scorer. And you're also getting Jaden Ivey, and that's like the main piece. And I'll give you guys more thoughts on him in a second. We're also getting some more size, Isaiah Stewart. I mean, obviously the Bulls, you know, Vooch and Drummond, you know, they're bigger players, but the Bulls don't really have that true four, you know, in the spot, uh, in the roster right now. And I think Isaiah Stewart, even though he does play more center, I think you just add more size to this roster, which the Bulls need. And obviously the Pistons getting Zach Levine. But what I love most about this trade is this guy. I mean, you're getting Jaden Ivey. I was a big fan of him coming out of Purdue. Six foot four, 200 pounds, has a really good size for a guard. And I think he, you know, obviously he's not known as a defender in the NBA, but I think back to him at Purdue. He was one of the best defensive guards in the country. And obviously he is a true three-level scorer. Obviously the efficiency with him from downtown hasn't been, you know, where I would like to see it in the NBA, but the dude's putting up good numbers this year. He was also out of the rotation um, earlier this year in Detroit. So maybe he's getting a little frustrated. Maybe he, uh, the Pistons come to him and say, hey, would you be okay going here or whatever the deal may be? And maybe he wants to get out. But averaging 14 points a game this year, you know, four rebounds, three and a half assists. I think this would be a great, you know, trade for the Bulls. But let me know what you guys think. Would you guys accept this trade of the Bulls getting back Jaden Ivey, Bogdanovich, and Isaiah Stewart for Zach Levine? I think this allows the Bulls to kind of, you know, if if they do want to continue, you know, try to win games this year, I do think this trade, you know, allows you that. You know, Bogdanovich is a true three-level scorer, a professional scorer in the NBA. I like this trade, but let me know your thoughts. A for accept, B for decline. Coming up uh, in just a second here, we're going to be breaking down Io DeSumo because uh, he's been absolutely balling out uh, in 2024. We'll dive into those stats here in a second. But I do want to first tell you guys about today's sponsor. You guys know what it is. It is Prize Picks. If you guys head to prizepicks.com slash CLNS and use that code CLNS, you're going to get a first deposit match all the way up to $100. I love using Prize Picks. Any boring game in the NBA, if you use prize picks and create a lineup for that game, it becomes a whole lot more interesting. And how do you play? All you got to do, you're going to pick two or more players. They're going to give you some projected stat types. And all you got to do is choose more or less, and you guys can uh, see some cash roll in today. You know, there's a lot of boring games in the NBA right now. You know, it's the uh, end of January, heading on to February. If you guys just want to add a little more juice to, you know, your viewing experience, prize picks is the best way to do it. So at the prizepicks.com slash CLNS. And if you guys use promo code, CL, 
NS. We're going to hook you guys up with a first deposit match up to $100 because I like you guys so much. I'll put that link for you uh, in the comment section and in the description of today's show. All right, let's do it. Let's show Io DeSumo some love because these stats in 2024 are just fantastic. Um, you know, averaging 12 points a game, 2.8 rebounds, 2.5 assists, but it's the damn efficiency for my man Io that's been so good in the year of 2024. 50% from the deck, 43% from downtown, and a 90% free throw shooter. Never thought I'd see that out of Io. And listen to this. He is on pace to be the first player in Bulls history to have a 50-40-90 shooting splits over a month. I can't believe that a Bulls player has not done that yet. Turns out Io might be the might be the first one to do it. But let's go a little deeper here. This is just overall on the season. See if you guys have a better perspective on uh, just his shooting splits. Catch and shoot three-point percentage, hey, 38.3. Takes about three of those per game. Love that out of Io. The pull-up three-point percentage, not his game. He doesn't even take a half um, pull-up three per game. That's at 25%. His pull-up midi field goal percentage, though, pretty damn solid. He's been getting to that spot, coming off pick and rolls a ton this season. That's at 52.5%. Then the less than 10 feet, uh, sitting at 56.2%. Uh, so pretty good all across the board for Io. And this is my take on him. If Io is a plus offensively, I really do believe he is one of the better, if not one of the best role players in the NBA. You know, he's six foot four, got a really long wingspan, can be a great point of attack defender. And we know what he does on the defensive side of the floor, can really hound uh, opposing teams' guards. And if you're saying he can be a high level catch and shoot three point shooter, I mean, you got one of the better role players on your roster right now. And his deflections per game, I always comp compare deflections. Um, and steals to kind of pressures and sacks in the NFL. You know, I, I just think deflections are a great stat to kind of keep your eyes on because, you know, if you get a hand on a basketball, you can just, you know, completely disrupt what the other team wants to do offensively. And he's averaging one and a half per game. You know, that's not a crazy number, but for a guard, that's pretty damn good. We have to know Caruso is one of the best deflections per game guy in the NBA. So I just kind of think it speaks to, you know, how much of a dog Io is on the defensive side of the floor. It's still raw intensity plays with. He's been absolutely balling out. And that's why I want to do this. Show Io DeSumo some love. The Chicago kid, you know, born and raised in the city, went and played his college ball at Illinois where he was a dog there as well. And now he's kind of had a little bit of a sophomore sump last season, but he's definitely turned around this year. So type his jersey number, type those 12s down in the comments section. And also, guys, if you guys made it to the end of today's video, I want you guys to comment beast because if you guys watch this whole thing, you are a beast. So comment beast down below if you made it all the way to the end. I can see, uh, I can check out where all the real beasts are uh, watching the Bulls report. So see you guys next time. As always, go Bulls, baby.